thought they were going somewhere quiet. Well, they were going somewhere quiet. Uh, it was probably a well-known quiet spot, but it was so well-known that when the people who recognized not only Jesus, but the disciples as well, because they'd been out in all their villages telling them about him, they all thought, oh, look, that's where they are. And they took the kind of a, went round the side of the lake while the disciples and Jesus went across the, 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 the sea at the little lake there of Galilee. And by the time they get there, uh, there's so many people. And do you think the disciples were very happy about that? Do you think they thought, oh, great, more people? don't think they were, really. Because in the end, you notice what happens. All day long, Jesus teaches the people. And uh, Matthew's Gospel tells us, which we had up there, he heals people. All day long. And maybe people bought some lunch. Uh, and maybe they had some snacks for the afternoon. Some grapes or some olives or some Middle Eastern delicious food. And then they, they but by the time... Then it's getting four o'clock in the afternoon and the disciples know the sun is going to be down soon because the sun in the Middle East comes down quite fast. And they say to Jesus, send these people away. They need food. Send them away. And Jesus says, no, I'm not going to send them away. You give them something to eat. The disciples say, what? Do you know how much it's going to cost? Feed these? It's going to cost thousands and thousands of pounds. In fact, the number given in Mark's gospel is about half what someone would earn in a year. So if you know what you might earn in a year, you could find out, and half of that would be how much it would cost. Now, the disciples, what are they saying? They're saying, aren't they really saying, Jesus, we don't want this. (laughs) We didn't come for this. We didn't come for all these people. We don't want this. And then when he says, you feed them something, they say, Jesus we can't do this we don't want this and we can't do this and Jesus says well what have you got ever been there we think I don't want this I can't do this and Jesus says well here you are and here I am says Jesus because Jesus says well you find what you got bring what you've got and they've got five loaves and two fish everyone else had eaten all their food or maybe it was just between the disciples we don't really know but anyway um, John's gospel tells us that it was a boy who had his lunch, who hadn't eaten his lunch. Maybe he was going to sell it to his friends, make a bit of money, or maybe for some other reason. But anyway, they only have five loaves and two fish. So Jesus says, bring them to me. And he does. As we saw, he prays. He lifts up his eyes to heaven. He invites God to be part of what's going on. And then everyone gets fed. And each disciple has a whole basket of stuff left over. I don't want this, I can't do this, is how we sometimes feel. But you know, Jesus is with us and the story shows us that he can change everything. That's the difference. He makes it possible. If he says to us, you can do this, then he's with us to make it, ho- uh, make it happen. And that can happen in small ways. Can I tell you a true story of something a bit like this? It happened in this very building... A little while ago, can I get down here? Oh, yeah. Right. Now, um, it may not involve these very dishes, but dishes like them, okay? From our very own cupboard out the back, which is where I got these from. At Messy Church, two Messy Churches ago, many more people came than we thought would come. And the people making the dinner, which was sausage casserole, yum, yum. Do you remember that, Emily? Yeah, was it good? It it was a very special sausage casserole, this one, as we will find out. 
Um, the people making sausage casserole made enough for, I don't know, about 100 people, and there were maybe 120 or 130, even more people. So the people in the uh, catering team said, we just have to put a smaller amount into each little bowl and uh, take it, you know, every, there's about 20, 15, 20 tables, each with a bowl like this, with some sausage casserole in them. Okay, got the picture? So they, they went off, and so would someone like to just take that and pretend they're a table? Yeah, okay, Emily, thanks very much. You can go and pretend you're sitting down there with your family eating sausage casserole. Well, actually, what you're doing is you're serving it from that bowl, actually. You're giving it to others. So they've got, got that's it. And because there wasn't much, we, the caterers thought, well, we'll keep some over and we'll put what we've got what, in this big bowl. It wasn't a huge amount, I shouldn't think, but it was just enough to cover the bottom and there it was. And what they said is, sorry guys, but we haven't got that much food, but it, when you run out of your, your food on the table, come up to the front. So come up to the front, Emily, thank you. And we will we'll spoon more into your bowl from that and then you can go back and sit down and have some at your table. And then just imagine, can I borrow some? Someone else like to take pot? Yeah, okay, thank you, um, Vicky. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah, thank you, Sarah. Uh, uh, okay, now you run out, so you come out. So you're on your table, you've eaten it, come out, and you've run out, so you're gonna come out and get some more from the bowl. Is Denise here today? Denise was doing this, she was at the front, so we give that to you. Okay, thank you, right? Go and sit down. And that, that, that happened loads of times. And you know what? It didn't run out the whole time. And in the end, people kept coming back and getting more food. And then at the end, there was still some left in the bowl. Amazing. Now, the key thing is, Suzanne had sent us a... Uh, thanks very much. I'll have it back. Thanks, Sarah. Had sent us a message around, all of us on the team. Pray! We haven't got enough food. Pray. And it was only a little thing, but we prayed... And uh, people got fed. Amazing, really. Actually happened in this building. Now, I can't scientifically prove it. We didn't record it. We haven't got video. But, you know, it doesn't matter, does it? It was enough. Jesus helped us in a very unusual way. I don't think that happens every day, does it? But it does sometimes. It can happen. Or, you know, there can be other things. Sometimes we can feel that there are things in our lives that are really hard... We feel very tired and weary and we know that somebody needs our help and we think, I can't do this. But we can come to Jesus and say, help me, Jesus, to share your love with that person. We might think, where do I start? There's so much need here. I haven't got enough. But we come to Jesus and say, Jesus, help me to just be the person you want me to be. Be in my life. Show yourself to others through me. And it's amazing. We can feel, where do I start? Jesus asked us to trust him. Because he's with us. The key thing about being a Christian, inviting Jesus into our lives, giving him our lives, is that he is with us. He promises to be with us. And tough times and good times. And that doesn't mean we don't have tough times. We do. But he is still with us in those tough times as we go through. I sometimes find that in my job. My job as pastor here, uh, over the years, I've you know, been knowing I've got to go and visit someone or be with someone in hospital. And I think, I really don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I just say, Jesus, I need you to do something. And 
you know, I could tell you some stories, but I won't. But he's never not done anything, I must say. So let's pray briefly and then we'll move on. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you are the king as we learn in Mark's gospel. Thank you that you're the king who's with us and the king who can help us even when we really don't know quite where to start. Help us to do what the disciples did, which was to trust you and let you take what we have and make it enough because you are enough. And if there are things that we have in our lives that really we are saying, I don't want this and I can't do this, may we be able to just bring them to you in honesty and ask for your help right now. In Jesus' name, amen. I think we're going to do some singing. Just to think about this, what happened next? And so, do you remember Jesus, after he fed all those people, he said to the disciples, okay, you go over to the other side of the lake, and I'm going to pray up on this mountain, and then I'll come and I'll come, we'll meet up afterwards. And so the disciples went off. They didn't know what was going to happen. Jesus told them to go across the lake, and then they'd already had one difficult time on this lake, and they thought, oh no, is it going to happen again? Because the wind was so strong that they couldn't, they couldn't get across. In fact, they get blown towards the middle. Jesus is up on the mountain and he's, he's talking to God. He's been doing that for quite some hours. He's praying and he sees they're in trouble and he decides to go and get alongside them. So in an amazing way, he walks not through the water, but on top of the water to right where they were. It's amazing. Two things. First is Jesus was praying. Do you think he was praying for his disciples? I think he probably was. We don't know exactly what he prayed for, but I'm sure he would have been praying for them. And as he was praying, he saw they were in trouble and he came to help them. Now, the Bible says that Jesus is like that with us. He, he is with God. He's also with us. But part of what he does is he prays for us. He knows what we need. And he comes to help us as well, like he came to help the disciples. And they were amazed. They were shocked. They were terrified because they thought it was, they believed in these kind of spooky, kind of ghosty figures that would live around the lake and on the lake. And they thought it was like a lake ghost. And they thought, oh no, what's this? They did, they didn't think Jesus would walk on the water and come to them. And he says something very interesting. He says, take courage, it says in our Bible. What that means, it's a very kind of normal word. It's kind of saying, it's all right. It's okay. The key thing he says is, it's me. <laughs> Don't be afraid. He says, I'm here. It's okay. They're amazed. They're shocked. They hadn't understood that Jesus was the king, really. They were kind of getting it. <laughs> but they'd forgotten that only a few hours earlier, Jesus had sorted it all out and made the bread enough and the fish enough and helped them. Already, they were forgetting that. And Jesus says, don't worry. It's me. Don't be afraid. They'd already seen heaven's power on earth. He's Lord of everything, he says. You know that phrase, it's me, I am, don't worry, don't be afraid. It's actually, I am he. If you remember Exodus, it's the word God's name is I am. And Jesus is kind of giving them a hint. You know, guys, you can trust me because I am the Lord. The one who describes himself as I am in Exodus, it's me. 
here I am for you right at this time. That's what happens. But their hearts are still processing it. They don't quite get it. In fact, they don't get it for at least another couple of chapters. But they do get it in the end. But then they forget it and then they have to get it again, just like us. Interestingly, we don't have to understand everything to be able to trust in Jesus, do we? So sometimes maybe we find ourselves in hard places. It feels like the wind is blowing. It feels like we're in a boat trying to get across and the wind is just too much. What happens? Well, Jesus can come again to us by his Holy Spirit, his presence. He can change everything. Him being with us can change everything. The question is, are we going to open our hearts to him? He comes, he can reassure us, he can help us, even though we don't understand. We may be saying, where do I start? Where do I start with this thing in my life? Where do I start with these problems I have? Where do I start? Jesus says, trust me, I'm coming to you. He can be there to make all the difference. So shall we sing that song we learned?